Yes, we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toladano. John Wall doesn't need no introduction. It's an insider's look at the NBA and culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick of the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV... This is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Tura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts Brandon Bing and I am Rapport Stereo Podcast this year. Museum quality podcasting from the birthday boy himself on today's I am Rapport Stereo Podcast. I am turning 53. I'm turning 53. It's my party and I'll disrupt if I want to. Plus, what would it look like if Danny Aiello was the NBA commissioner and he met with Ja Morant and miraculously, hopefully, it's going to happen. Dick Stain, Donald Trump is getting arrested. Why shouldn't we believe him? He said it was going to happen himself. All that and more! On the Museum Quality Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast coming up right now. Miles Jordan, a.k.a. The Bleach Brothers, a.k.a. The Dust Brothers. Start this puppy off with something real nice. Yes. Start this puppy off with something real loud. Yes. But most importantly, start this I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast off with something real funky. I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast. Let's go. Oh, yes. Have no fear. The Iggy I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast is here. Welcome to the Iron Dome of Disruption. Welcome to the Zickety Zone of Disruption. My name is Michael Rappaport, a.k.a. the Gringo Mandingo, a.k.a. the King of Cashmere, a.k.a. the Inflamed Ashkenazi, a.k.a. the Sultan of Sniff. A.K.A. the birthday 
Boy, yes. It's my birthday. And I'll rant if I want to. I'll say it again. It's my birthday and I will rant if I want to. Hope everybody's feeling real good. Hope everybody's feeling real safe. Hope everybody is feeling real sane. Welcome to the Iron Dome of Disruption. Welcome to the Ziggity Zone of Disruption. <sighs> you see the cashmere. You see that? That's Fred Siegel. Okay? That's Fred Siegel cashmere. Okay? Got this at uh, Ron Herman. Ron Herman Cashmere. Beautiful. Oh, this is Carolina Blue. Shout out to the great Fife Dog. Love North Carolina basketball. Loved Carolina Blue. Ron Herman Buttersoft. This is what's called lightweight cashmere. When you're really about that cashmere life, you need that, that heavyweight cashmere. You need that medium cashmere. This is what we call spring cashmere. Today, technically... The first day of spring. Today, my birthday. 53 years of good loving. And um, let me just walk you through the day so far, okay? Because I know you're on pins and needles waiting to find out what I've been doing on my birthday. I, I woke up, okay? I, uh, I stretched out, moved around, get the phlegm moving. You know, uh, 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 get it all moving, circulating real nice, circulating real proper like. Then I went down to the gym, okay? What we did today for my 53rd birthday workout was uh, we did uh, five minutes of abs straight. Sounds like nothing. Go, go try it. I'll burn your asshole. Five minutes of abs, that gets you going. Then, for my birthday, because uh, 53, I said, I'm going to do my standard five-minute plank. Boom, 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 boom. Five minutes planking. Then we got on that steel, that thick steel. Not the little steel, that thick, hard steel. Boom, chest, boom, chest, boom, chest, shoulders, 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 shoulders. Then the triceps got some work. Okay. Uh, then we took a nice shower, nice shave, nice shit, TMI. Uh, then my wife, we went to a restaurant down there at the at the Tin Building. Uh, John Pierre George, John Luke George, John George, chef, big time chef. He's got this beautiful. Yo, if you're in New York, you're not a New Yorker, or you are a New Yorker, go down to the Tin Building. You like food? You like pizza? You like Chinese food? You like cookies? You like bread? You like seafood? You like fruit? They got everything down there. Chef Jean George down there at that tin building, he got a nice setup. There's restaurants on top of restaurants. Beautiful view. We went to this joint vegetarian joint, vegan joint called Seeds and Weeds. Had a great vegetarian lunch okay and then boom i'm here disrupting on my birthday disrupting on my birthday disrupting on my 53rd birthday and i was having this little mini debate with my wife because my wife is a birthday person 
Personally, I don't consider myself a birthday person in terms of I don't want gifts and I don't want, you know, a party. But I'm not a guy who likes to walk in the room and doesn't like everybody to know that it's my birthday. So although I don't want the fanfare, I want everybody to know that it's my birthday. I don't know what that means. I don't know how to sort of compute that and line that up. Again, I don't want a party. I don't want gifts, but I want—I don't mind a text message, a phone call, or just when you see me, you salute me. Or if you see me, maybe for my birthday, you don't say anything to me. That's always a good birthday present. Just don't say shit to me. But I'm not one of these people who does not like people to know that it's my fucking birthday, and I will—I will disrupt if I want to. But 53 said it once. I say I'll say it again. Body's 53, inner child, 14-year-old, maybe 15-year-old boy. Mind, 91-year-old, cranky, old, kafetching, just annoyed, old Jewish man. We got three things working at once. We got the reality, 53, looking good, king of cashmere, Ron Herman cashmere. We got the inner child, 14, 15 years old. I don't know what we're wearing. We got some jeans on, some Lee's, some Levi's. We got some Nikes on. Maybe an eight ball jacket. That might be a little early. Okay. Baseball hat. And then we got the 91 year old Jewish man that's living inside of me. Me turning 53 is crazy because my father is 89. My father's turned 90. In June, 90 fucking years old. And I was thinking, God damn it. 90 years old. Holy shit. So it's a, it's a lot going on. I got my niece. She's getting married. They're coming to New York. I got some family gatherings coming up. In a couple of weeks, you got to brace yourself for those family gatherings. I don't know about you. But when it comes to me and gatherings and people and wrangling people and Ubers and 89-year-old dad and who's going to take him where and the what and he needs a new phone plan because my brother's in care. I, I, I can't deal with any of that shit. Can't deal with it. But it feels like spring is here. New York City, March 20th. Spring is here. My birthday is always the beginning of spring, and I'm looking forward to a beautiful, beautiful spring. Again, if you're going to come to New York, now is the time, the most beautiful time of the year, now and the fall. Summertime, I ain't going to recommend coming here. You walk around, that's what we call swamp ass season. That's when your ass drips sweat from dawn to daylight. Dawn, all day long, you will be... Come to New York now. Go to the tin building. Get yourself some nice food. I was going to get, they had this cookie bar. Fresh cookies. You see, I got the cakes here. But they had a cookie bar. They had cookies I had never, they had like a chocolate chip banana cookie. They had all kinds of exotic cookies, pastries and all that stuff. I looked it off because I had a little uh, vegetarian uh, dessert. I had to look it off. I didn't want to make myself sick on my birthday because I've been gorging myself. I told you I got a cookie problem. Now I have to avoid walking past my favorite cookie places. It's like calling me in like a crack den. Like they're selling jumbos, $5 jumps, $10 jumps. We got $20 jumps. That Blue Magic, that Denzel. 
that American gangster. Okay. Anyway, New York City, greatest city on earth. And it's, it seems so apropos. It seems apropos that Dick Stain Donald Trump is going to get arrested in New York. And these are his words. This wasn't Chris Cuomo. This wasn't crying Rachel Maddow. This wasn't the far, far, far left media. The far, far, far left media, they didn't announce that pig dick Donald Trump was going to get arrested on Tuesday, March 21st, a day after my birthday. Who announced it? I'll wait. Who announced that they're getting arrested on March 21st, 2023? The man doesn't lie. Why would we not believe him now? We've come this far believing everything he says. We have come this far believing everything he says. Do not blame my guy Chuck Scarborough. Do not blame CNN. Do not blame Jim Paskey. Do not blame Chris Cuomo, uh, the late, great Mario Cuomo, Andrew Cuomo. Don't blame any of them. You, you fuck, said you are getting arrested Tuesday morning, March 21st, 2023, in the greatest city on earth. The city where you're from, albeit you're from Queens. No disrespect to Queens. Queens is in the house. Represent, represent. Again, shout out to the great Fife Dog. Shout out to Q-Tip, Ali Shaheed Muhammad, a Tribe Called Quest. Shout out to LL Cool J, Run DMC. Shout out to the New York Mets. Shout out to all the great things that have come out of Queens, except you. You pig. You are the shit stain on the borough of Queens. I'll say it again. You, Dick Stain Donald Trump, are the shit stain on the borough of Queens. A lot of fuss. A lot of discussion, a lot of opinions on why, how we've gotten this far. Well, let me tell you something. I'm going to use myself as an analogy. Okay? Let's just say my doorman. I'll use my doorman as an analogy. Okay? In my building, takes care of me been there a long time, treat him with respect, generosity, and class. At least I go out of my way to really show my generosity, class, appreciation, and respect, okay? So when I'm gone, I'm out of town, my doorman will sometimes call me, Michael, we got a big package down here. There might be something important. Would you like me to bring it up for you? could be in a banana hammock on a beach in Miami. Yeah. I could be on a on a beach in Miami with that banana hammock on. I could be who the fuck knows Aruba, Tahiti, who knows. My guy will call me and he'll say that and I'll say I appreciate it. Yes, please bring it up if you think it's something important. He does it all the time. And I tell him I appreciate that. 
I appreciate you. I appreciate that. How are you? If I treated my doorman like shit time and time again, you know what? He might stop calling me and saying, Michael, we have a package down here. He might just leave it down there. Not that he's going to let anything happen to it because he's doing his job. I'm a tenant, yada, yada, yada. Right? But if I keep treating him like shit, keep disrespecting him, keep being obnoxious, keep being rude, you know what one day he might do? And I'm not saying my guy would ever do this, but you know what one day he might do? One of my packages might come and he might kick the fucking thing. Because he's like, this guy is a dickhead. He's an asshole. Fuck his packages. He treats me like shit. He's rude to me. He's disrespectful for me to me. And I'm not talking about, oh, no, he doesn't tip. I'm just talking about being a blatant fuck nose. Prick lips. Start kicking the fucking packages, not telling me nothing. I walk in the building. I don't say anything to him because I'm an asshole. He doesn't say anything to me. Then the next day I come downstairs, there's a package. Why didn't you tell me there was a package? Oh, I didn't see it because I'm the asshole. I don't get any more favors. He's not looking out for me anymore. He's kicking my packages. Pig dick Donald Trump, you're that package that's being kicked. You are the asshole tenant in this country, in this United States of America, in this world, you're the asshole. You are the guy that is no longer in the good graces of the world to get any more favors. Powerful people, rich people, they afford favors. They could buy people off. Presidents, people are going to look the other way. They don't want to cause any trouble. We know if we arrested you for January 6th, we know the ramifications of that. That's too big. In all honesty, you inciting a riot is too big. We can't do that. It's never going to happen. We can't do it. It's a bad look for all of us, so we just have to absorb the fact that you incited a riot. When you said January 6th, it's going to be a hell of a day. Go down there and fight. Fight like mad. You said that shit. And they went down there and fought like mad. They fought like dogs. You didn't. Because you're a bitch-ass hoe. You didn't fight because you're a bitch-ass hoe. And you didn't fight because you're a draft-dodging bitch-ass hoe. But you sent all your, your dogs in there to do it. Nixon, we know he was a piece of shit. We know Reagan was a shady fuck. We know that Dollar Bill Clinton... Got his dick sucked. In the Oval Office, he got domed. Dollar Bill Clinton got domed. In the White House. We know how he gets down. I met Dollar Bill Clinton. I wanted to give him some dome. He's a charming motherfucker. No Bruno. No Bruno, but I met Bill Clinton at the NBA All-Star Game. I believe it was 2015. I told this story before. Halftime of the NBA All-Star Game, Brooklyn, New York. Came over to me, started talking to me about my performance in Justified. Talking to me about the other actors in Justified. Had his arm on my shoulder. Those blue eyes, blue slash gray eyes. I would have given him some dome myself. 
And this is when he was past his prime. Dollar Bill Clinton got, he got, he got dome, drained in the White House. Got impeached. But we turned the other cheek because it's like, you know what? He's a president. What are we going to do? We impeach him. We know he's a scumbag. We turn the other cheek. See? Uh, Barack, he might have done some corrupt things. Okay? But he's Barack. Uh, Bush, dumbest motherfucker ever. D the dumbest motherfucker ever. But you go, oh, we're not going to... If we shit on him, we all look bad. You, motherfucker, you've had chance after chance after chance after chance, after chance, after chance, after chance, after ch to turn it around. But you just couldn't do it because you're an obnoxious, egomaniac, pig dick from Queens. No disrespect to Queens. Again, no disrespect to Queens. And you paid off Stormy Daniels $130,000, which is such a weird, a weird amount of money. It's not hundred k. Not 150K. There was probably a negotiation to get up to $130,000. You paid her off hush money while you were running for president. Let's not forget, this wasn't just, just some random shit in the eye in the 90s. You paid her off while you were running for president. And now we got you. They're going to arrest you, you fuck. They're going to fingerprint you. Some cop who went through all the procedures, some cop who went through training, some cop with a big heart is going to have the honor and the privilege of putting those fucking handcuffs on you. I don't know who it is, but that is a special fucking cop. That's like a Serpico Sipowitz type shit. Whoever gets the honor and the privilege of just going clink, you fuck on those big fat, Old wrists, you old bag of shit, dick stained Donald Trump. You're an old pile of shit. They're going to put you in the cell, maybe be there an hour, maybe less. They're going to pay the fine. You're going to go about your business. But they got you. And I'll tell you something, Alvin Bragg, I knew Alvin Bragg growing up. Uh, Alvin Bragg is from Harlem. Uh, one of my uh, best friends growing up lived on the same block as Alvin Bragg. I knew Alvin Bragg. Didn't know he would take it this far to shout out the great Biggie Smalls. And they go, well, Alvin Bragg, he's a Soros paid for. Soros is doing this. Soros, we can make excuse after excuse. Soros this, Soros that. We got you because you're out of favors. And they go, well, this is just going to embolden his base. That base didn't need any emboldening. That base is on crack. That base will come and it will, no matter what, $5 jumps, $10 jumps. They, they didn't need this to happen to stand behind him. What are they going to vote for that dumb, dumb down in Florida? Santos ain't, he's not, Santos is not that guy. We don't have to worry about Santos because Santos is not that guy. I know a lot of people like Santos. He's not that guy. It's like I said, the actor Fish from Barney Miller played uh, Sally in uh, The Godfather. And they knew. They knew. They found out what Sally did. And Sally says to Tom Hagen, 
Tom, can you let this slide for old time's sakes? And Tom Hagen goes, no, you fuck. I can't let it slide. You fuck you. I'm not going to let it slide because you're out of favors. Because you're an obnoxious, rude, miserable, pompous fuck. It's on you. This ain't political. This ain't about smoking Joe Biden. This ain't about his crackhead son. This ain't about Hillary. This is about you. We know you're not going to Rikers. We know this is not some big deal. It's just the shame of putting you in the system. That's what it's about. It's the shame of it. We know you're ride or die big dogs. Your wolves. They're not coming to New York. They got all, they all got locked up. The best of the bunch is locked the fuck up from January 6th. The QAnon shaman ain't coming out here to protest for you. The Oath Keepers, the Proud Boys, the best of the bunch has been locked up. I ain't worried about shit happening in New York. Yo, we're prepared. You ain't he said, you, you need to go fight. You need to protest. For who? For you? Fight and protest for who? For you, Trump? You wouldn't spit on any of these motherfuckers if they were on fire. You wouldn't piss on them if they were on fire. Nobody should risk getting arrested, which, ironically, you get arrested in the same building that Trump will be in at the same time. You come to New York, you fuck around, you might be a cellmate with Dick Stain Donald Trump, you fuck around. But do not expect to get bailed out. Do not expect any commissary. Do not expect any nudie pictures. Do not expect anything. If you get arrested... You're on your own. And let me tell you something, people. Good people that are listening and watching this. When it goes down, me, Michael Rapport, I'm going to be dancing in the streets. Oh, I'm going live. Live, live. Uh, not just once. I might get on some Truman Show shit. If this motherfucker actually does get arrested, and I believe him because he always tells the truth. Why would we not believe him now? I'm letting you know. I'm going live, live Jim Carrey style. Re the real world with Puck in them, with Heather B in them, when they had the loft downtown, MTV. When they had the dude Eric, real world style. 24, I might get butt-ass naked and walk through the streets and party. Oh, yeah. Like it's 1999. So if it happens, you know where I'm going to be. Fucking laughing my ass off. You fuck you. You fuck you. You did it to yourself. Trust me on this, guys. This is not about politics. This is not about George Soros. This is not about anything. This is about an asshole. A motherfucking pompous, egomaniac asshole who's out of favors. That's why this motherfucker's getting arrested. He did it to himself. That's why his daughter ain't tweeting on his behalf. That's why his son-in-law ain't tweeting on behalf. The only one who's tweeting on behalf is this dumb, dumb, dumb son. Dick Stain Donald Trump Jr., who's got nothing going on in his life except for being a ball washer for his old man's dirty, crusty, saggy, decrepit 
fucked up ball. Can you imagine what Dick Stain Donald Trump's balls look like these days? And you, Dick Stain Donald Trump Jr., you got to sit there and hold them and scrub them and clean them. That's your entire existence. Done, fuck. I am Rappaport Podcast. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. John Morant. John Morant has been cleared to play. 
John Morant of the Memphis Grizzlies, who should be called the Memphis Wolves, because the Memphis Grizzlies sell so many wolf tickets. Dylan Brooks, Desmond Bain, and John Morant, the biggest, biggest bullshitters in the NBA. You guys are acting like you're on some gang shit. And your gang leader just went to a rehabilitation center in Florida for what I don't know. We know how we got here. John Morant, he likes pulling out that pistol. He likes flashing that steel. He's on that Charlie Bronson. John Morant likes pulling out them piece. His crew, all of them. Then it all uh, went bad when he put himself on Instagram live in a strip club, showing a gun while he was chest naked. Did an interview with Jalen Rose, who I love. Everybody loves Jalen Rose. Jalen Rose, the one hard-hitting question you didn't ask. John Morant, you asked him good questions, and I get it. It's a rock and a hard place. You also don't want to make him look so bad. Jalen Rose, who's got so much experience as a media person, he must be kicking himself because he did not ask the follow-up question because he said, what about the gun? John Morant was 23. He's a kid. He said, it's not my gun. It wasn't my gun. Yada, yada, yada. I believe that. The NBA did an investigation and they did not tie that gun or any specific gun specifically to John Morant. But the question Jalen Rose should have asked is, well, then why the fuck were you chest naked in the strip club with the gun? What were you on? Booger sugar? Perks? That brown? Weed? Or a combination of all of them? A, B, C, D, or E. Pick one. Because there's no way in your right mind you could be sober... It could just be brown. He could have just been drinking to him at least 23. When you're 23, you don't know how to hold your, your liquor. You might be dunking on motherfuckers. You might be blocking people's shots against the glass. You might be able to do every single thing you could ever imagine on a basketball court, but you're still 23. You don't know how to hold that brown. He might just be on that brown. I don't judge you if you're having a problem being on that brown. But Jalen should have said, then what was you on, homie? Because Jalen's like, I'm keeping it real, ba 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 ba. That, that's what we want to know. Because we know you must have been on something to be just naked in the strip club, holding the, the jammy, the biscuit, the tuli. And they said he went to a rehabilitation center. Some, some mysterious rehabilitation. What, what kind of rehabilitation center was it? What are you rehabilitating? Your, your affinity for guns? Your affinity for strippers? Hey, listen, 23. I heard about that strip club. You see women coming in there with, yo, they got the asses, they got the tits, they smell like goddamn magic. They smell like heaven on earth. Long hair, fat ass, fat tits, smelling like heaven on earth. I just want to know what kind of rehabilitation center John Morant went to. Because Jalen didn't ask the question, what were you on? 
But he's back again, 23. When I was 23, I was dumb. I wish this kid nothing but the best. Okay? I have no ill will against the Memphis Grizzlies personally. Uh, Dylan Brooks is good for the game. I like bad guys. I like antagonists. I don't judge him because he looks like an abused pit bull. Dylan Brooks looks like one of them dogs that they rescued from Mike Vick's house. You look like one of them dogs that got one too many pit bull fights, Dylan Brooks. You look like shit. Desmond Bain, you punched Kevin Love in the nuts. And you guys are still talking like you've done it. You've done nothing. You're going to do nothing this year. With Ja or without Ja. You're not that crew. You'll be lucky if you ever make it to one NBA Finals. That's a long ways away. It ain't happening this year. And John Morant allegedly came to New York and met with Adam Silver. And, and I just started thinking about the great Danny Aiello. I started thinking about the late, great Danny Aiello. And I was like, Adam Silver, you're doing a great job. I know it is not easy. It's easier said than done dealing with all the things you have to deal with being the commissioner of the NBA. But I started thinking about my guy, Aiello, and what if Danny Aiello was the commissioner of the NBA, and what if Danny Aiello sat down with John Morant? How would that conversation go? I think it would go a little something like this. There's no small talk. John Morant walks into... Commissioner Aiello's office. And Commissioner Aiello goes, What the fuck is wrong with you? You dumb motherfucker, you! Where's your fucking father and those dumb fucking sunglasses? You're in a fucking strip club! I've been to fucking strip clubs! I'm from the Bronx, you motherfucker, you! I was at Sue's! When Amber Rose was in there, she was shaking her fucking ass. I never took my fucking clothes off in the strip club. That's the stripper's job. You're pulling fucking guns out. You're suspended, you fuck you. I'm trying to run a fucking league here. None of my fucking stars are even from this fucking country. I got Giannis, I can't say his fucking last name. I got that fuck Joker bitch, Joker in Denver. You're my American fucking store, and you're fucking naked in a strip club. 20 games, you fuck. Get the fuck out of my office. It's Danny Aiello as NBA Commissioner Adam Stern. A lot of people ask me, why don't you Aiello... Every single episode. And I go, do I need to explain myself? It takes its toll. Aiello-ing. Love the great Danny Aiello. Miss the great Danny Aiello. And I never want Aiello-ing to become a thing. I want it to be special. I am Rappaport Podcast. This is Neil Strauss host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. 
It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Anyway, uh, heading to Indianapolis this weekend. Going to be performing at the Helium Comedy Club, the 23rd, the 24th, the 25th of March, March 23rd, 24th, and 25th. Come see me in Indianapolis. The Young Shooter is booked, confirmed, and will be with me out there in Indianapolis, expecting nothing but the best of the best of the best crowds. Um, 
And then I'm going to Texas. I got a bunch of shows. All shows are up on my site, michaelrappaportcomedy.com, michaelrappaportcomedy.com. I'm going to Philly, going to Houston, uh, going a uh, bunch of places. Uh, but come see me, man. I'm going to be out and about uh, till June doing shows all over the place. And like I said, I'll be in Indianapolis the 23rd, 24th, the 25th of March. A lot of debate, discussion. I didn't talk about it, uh, about the Chris Rock special, which is funny because the Chris Rock special and comedy specials now, just like every single thing else in the world, they're like pages. You know, everything is so quick. There's so, there's so much content. There's so many things to discuss. There's so much internet fodder. There's so much... Um, you know, Academy Awards, they come, they go. Uh, the specials, they come, they go. Uh, you know, you're supposed to watch it and then you, you get two days to discuss it. And if not, it's old news. Sign of the times. Here's what I'll say about the Chris Rock special. I don't know if you saw it or you didn't see it. You should absolutely 150% watch the Chris Rock special. Don't believe what you've heard. Don't believe the opinions. When is Chris Rock not made an incredible and or very good special. He's never not made an incredible. He's either incredible and or very good. That's his stratosphere. I'm not going to go over the whole Will Smith of it all, what he said, what he didn't say. I was talking to my wife about this and we were saying how sad it is that because of the Will Smith incident, Chris Rock... And Chris Rock's career, and this special in particular, people are divided. People are divided because people are divided about whether Will Smith had a right to smack him, whether he should have smacked him, whether he shouldn't have smacked him, uh, whether Chris Rock should have, you know, spoke about him at the special, shouldn't have spoken about him at the special. And it's turned his career into a freak show. It's turned his career into a freak show, into a gossip headline thing. And you've taken sides. People have inevitably taken sides on a guy who, like I said, whether you love, 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 love Chris Rock or not, you can't deny that his specials are always fun, if not super brilliant. You know, some might say his last special was, was not as good as the one before, but it still was better than most specials. And I've heard people go, yo, this special was trash. And I was like, trash? How, how could you say anything... With Chris Rock doing comedy's trash. He all of a sudden went from being one of the greats to it's trash. And the reason why is because of this incident that happened with Will Smith. Will Smith comes out with a movie, which from uh, all the reviews and everything I've heard about it, Emancipation, a very important movie directed by a, a very accomplished, great filmmaker, Antoine Fuqua, who directed Training Day, amongst other films. No one sees it because Will Smith is now... Like it's like it's like an anomaly. I saw Chris Rock on the street about three months ago, and I I thought at that time when I saw him on the street, I was like, I I'll bet you walking around the streets for Chris Rock has changed forever. Because let me use myself as an example. To this day, people will come up to me and say, "Fuck Kevin Durant, fuck Kevin Durant." I'm glad he left New York. Fuck Kevin Durant. We got your back, Mike. I didn't have a fight with Kevin Durant physically. Kevin Durant didn't smack me. I didn't smack Kevin Durant. 
We had this stupid gossip thing that happened and it became this tabloid thing. And I was imagining Chris Rock walks down the streets of New York, his city. He's from New York, born and raised Brooklyn, New York, went to Boys and Girl High School, uh, was actually in the same class as the great Dwayne Pearl Washington. He talked about that, sidetracking here. But after all the years of being funny, all the specials, all the Saturday Night Live, all the Pookie, all the movies, all the things he's done, I guarantee you in the last year, the thing people have said most to Chris Rock is fuck Will Smith. Yo, we got your back, Chris. We love you, Chris. Don't worry about that, Chris, to this day. And that shit's going to stick around him forever. He put a stain on this guy's life, his day-to-day life, his career, and people's opinion of him. It's because of Will Smith, and it's a damn shame. It's a damn shame. So do not believe people saying that Chris Rock special's trash. That's like saying LeBron James is trash. That's like saying that, you know, Steph Curry's trash. That's like saying that, like, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, you like these people, not like these people, that one of them are trash. He's at that level. You can't say he's trash. He's never put out anything that is trash. And it's all because of this fiasco that happened with Will Smith, and it's a shame. Speaking of Aaron Rodgers, are, are you coming to the Jets or not? This ain't Coachella. This ain't Burning Man. All right? This ain't one of these cookouts you go to. I don't know what these screen rooms, quiet rooms, one of your caves in Hawaii. Are you coming to New York or not? Because we had the rookie of the year on offense and defense. We got a squad. We're ready to take it to the next level. Okay? But this ain't your city. This is the greatest city on earth. This is the city that's going to lock up Dick Stain Donald Trump. We don't play that. Because I want him to come to New York. I'm a Giants fan, but I would love Aaron Rodgers to come to New York. I would love for the Jets to really, really take things to the next level. It would be great for the city, for sports, for the Jets, for the Jets fans. Suffering, long-suffering Jets fans. It's been a long time since Joe Namath was at that pool and made that prediction. That was like 1942, 1943. It was like 66 years ago that shit happened. And finally, I want to give a shout out to Deshaun Watson's agent. Deshaun Watson of the Cleveland Browns signed a guaranteed contract of, I don't know, $7 billion dollars while he had numerous, numerous charges going against him. I don't know what this guy's name is. I don't know who else he represents. But I want to invite that guy on the podcast. I want to pick his brain about the theory of relativity, the stock market, interest rates, and everything else in the world. Because if you were able to get to Sean Watson, a fully guaranteed gazillion dollar contract. And Lamar Jackson can't even get out of the starting block. Something, something. Something, something just ain't right. Lamar Jackson, listen, do your thing. I like independent thinkers. But it ain't working. Okay? I don't know if you went to agent school, not to agent school, whatever. 
Call up Deshaun Watson's agent. He got him a billion-dollar contract, and he had charges after, I think, 26 charges, and he got him fully guaranteed money as a quarterback. Deshaun, I don't know if it's because you don't want to come off that 10%. I get it. 10% of $250 million, that's a lot. That is a lot of money. I don't know if it's ego. I don't know if you want to be a game changer. I don't know if it, 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 what your intentions are. But it ain't working. You deserve guaranteed money. But guys like Deshaun Watson, who continue to get charges raised against him, got guaranteed money, and now he screwed it up for everybody. But if you want to get signed, I don't care if it's by the Ravens, the Jets, the Giants, the Eagles, whoever, you need to get a real agent. Because real agents, like Deshaun Watson's agent, real agents do real things. I'm done! Came, saw, disrupted. Came, saw, disrupted. Tell a friend to tell a friend to listen to and watch the I Am Rapport Stereo podcast. Miles Jordan, a.k.a. the Bleach Brothers, a.k.a. the Dust Brothers. Take me out here with something real nice, yes. Take me out here with something real loud, yes. But most importantly, take me out of here with something real funky. I Am Rapport Stereo podcast. I'm out. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, this is Kurt Woodsmith. You remember me from such TV comedies as That 70s Show and That 90s Show on Netflix. I'll never forget the words that my grandfather said just before he kicked the bucket. He said, watch how far I can kick this bucket. People ask me where I get my dad jokes from. I tell them to listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Listen to Daily Dad Jokes every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.